8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. This has been a rather strange week. Been here for a couple of days hosting the the Viewpoint show, then hosting the the morning sunrise show with Stephen out for the day, and then coming back here tonight. So it's been very, very up, down, up, down in terms of the times, of course. And for the many people who don't normally listen to me in the evening, but who heard me on the morning the other day, well, if you're listening for the first time because of that, well, tell me that you are. So you can SMS me 40938, 40938. If you are tweeting, you can do the same. And then with a thumbs up that I know that you're listening, hashtag um, SAFM Viewpoint, right? And then tag SFM Radio and do tag me, Ashraf Ganda. And that tells you uh, who I am. Of course, my name is Ashraf Ganda. Welcome to the show. There's also the option of WhatsApp voice notes, but they're short and sharp when you do that. It's 0614-104-107. 0614-104-107. And uh, to call in, as always, 891 We will talk about the DRC. You know, we touched on it the other day when we didn't know who the president was going to be. Well, we now know who the president is, but is that really as watertight as it sounds i don't know we'll find out about that coming up as the big picture after nine o'clock my guest my big hitter for the night temba gordi is the president of the african people's convention he's also the chairperson of uh, of scopa which is the standing committee dealing with public accounts a very very important position that he holds there uh, and he will be with us for the better part of the next uh, 55 minutes or so uh, temba good chatting to you once again and thanks for joining us Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate uh, the opportunity to to be here. So let me ask you this: I mean, you you the you're the head, you're the president of of the of the APC, you the the chair of Scopa. When when people and, and you're very much a public figure. I mean, you have a, you're, you're prominent on social media as well. But but not just that. When you when you engage with people wherever, which one do they know you better? Is are you the Scopa person or the APC person? Well, I think uh, <clears throat> there is a. Um, a, a balancing out process where uh, people yes know me as uh, the chairperson of Scopa, but mm. uh, I think uh, with a lot of political work that we've been doing, there is now growing appreciation that uh, Scopa is merely a committee uh, of parliament. But uh, outside that, I'm in parliament because I represent the African People's Convention uh, as its leader. And, and therefore, would you say it's a, it's, you're better known as the APC leader or better known as Scopas? I, I would say at this point, 55% Scopa and 45% uh, <laughs> um, um, uh, president of the APC. Um, but like I say, it is evening out. I think we are reaching a, a balance because, you know, the other time I was stopped by some traffic cops who recognize me and say, oh, you're the president of Scopa. <laughs> You know, but I think we... And that's what they call you, the president of yes, Scopa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying, but we, we, we've done a lot of work. There is greater awareness uh, that Scopa is a parliamentary committee and uh, that if I have to remain in parliament, it will have to be through their votes. I'm not like the public protector who is just appointed. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, if you, and if you're not in parliament, you won't be in Scopa, if well, I got it, that right. No, that's very correct. If I'm not in parliament... Uh, I wouldn't be in Scopa. Okay. So what, what about moving from the pres- president of Scopa, I'm, I'm borrowing what was said, yeah. to the president of the country? Any any chance that may that may happen with your party or with whatever, you know, coalition? Yeah. No, look, um, the the objective of politics is it's, it's, it's power. Uh, but it depends what you want to do with that power. So 
I think, look, I've served as the chairperson of SCOPA for about 14 years. I think I understand government very, very well and far much better than maybe a lot of people who are in cabinet. And if you understand the finances of government, then I think you have it all. And I don't think personally I would, I would have any difficulties running a government or running the state because I have full and proper understanding of the processes, but I also have sufficient motivation um, because remember I didn't just start off with Scopa um, I was out there in the 80s in the struggle we're fighting for freedom mm -hmm. so I have a better sense of actually why we served suffered and sacrificed and I can tell you I, I, I think that uh, our colleagues uh, in the ruling party uh, have taken us on a, on a course that is almost uh, in conflict with the core aspirations that uh, when we set out uh, to to achieve liberation, uh, we had in mind. So, and I'll touch on that in a second. But but is there not scope scope for you to to maybe join or be part of a bigger uh, party, which would not just get you being the chair of Scopa, but probably get you greater prominence at Parliament itself? And and maybe well, if you had to be part of the ANC and they win the next election or whoever else. Maybe a cabinet position, considering you know more than most. <laughs> no, look, <clears throat> the the tragedy of our post-94 politics is that uh, you have uh, a lot of noise and no substance. The APC still represents, uh, at its core, the values and traditions of, of the liberation movement. We still believe in politics of substance. So the APC, by its very existence, represents a particular set of ideas uh, which makes it difficult for, for one to become part of any formation for solely the purpose of maybe being in cabinet or being president. And yet the very policy perspective that you must pursue might be contradictory to, to, uh, to our core values. So we, we, we are prepared and we are determined to maintain the identity and independence of the APC as representing a, what we call a historical continuity of Africanism from Anton Lembede and A.P. in the ANC Youth League to Robert Sobukwe, uh, Peter Raburogo, John Yatipokela in the 50s through the PAC. We are carrying that baton to be the torchbearers of Pan-Africanism. So if we're going to enter into any form of coalition or interaction with anybody, it will not be at the expense of dissolving the APC as an organization. The organization may collaborate or cooperate with other parties on the basis of a minimum program. More to come from Tembagori, of course, is going to keep you thinking, and that's actually the plan when we get a big hitter in the show or on the show. OH9 So there you are, he's the chairperson of SCOPA, the Standing Committee dealing with public accounts, um, but also the, the president of the African People's Convention or the AE. PC. You can engage wherever you may be around the country, male, female, first-time callers, regulars, people born in South Africa, born outside. I certainly want to hear from you. Isn't there, you know, it's interesting what you said about uh, we've stayed true to our values as, as the APC. The numbers suggest that the people don't care about your values. The numbers suggest it. Well, I, I, I'm not sure if that's what the numbers suggest. I think the, the numbers in terms of the votes that we got in the last election 
um, merely represents particular objective and subjective factors at play um, in terms of the uh, the capacity of the organization that is the extent to which we have been able to build a a bigger cadership base to mm-hmm. be able to take our message forward and uh, the very challenges that are presented by uh, the uh, funding of Represented Political Parties Act, which seeks to ensure that the uh, public funding of political parties is a little bit balanced to give people a chance. I mean, if the ruling party, for example, gets about 84 million a year from the IEC and we get 150,000, how on earth do you think? there will be a contestation in terms of reaching out to the people. So uh, those kind of challenges, they are the realities that uh, we have accepted. And we have sought to say, how do we build and strengthen the APC in an environment where, objectively, we may not have the kind of resources that others have, uh, but still... Uh, driven by our ideological outlook and our commitment uh, to a set of values and ideas, uh, still pursue uh, that objective. And I think we have been able to uh, to internalize that uh, within the party and amongst our cadres. And we have, uh, since our second National People's Congress uh, in December 2016, been able to see strides in terms of our level of organization, in terms of the quality of our cadership, and in terms of uh, our reach to particular segments within society that, uh, you know, I can narrate and say, this is what we're doing mm-hmm. with, the, with the preschool teachers. This is what we're doing with the home-based carers. This is what we're doing with the traditional leaders. This is what we're doing with Okay, the, I'm, I'm going to ask you about all those yeah, things, sure. what, what it is you're doing. Okay. Let's turn the funding part. So there's two types of funding. Yep. The one is, you know, public funding uh, in, in terms of companies, and, and we'll come yep. to that just now. Sure. But the, the funding you refer to, the, the 180 million, is that what you said, versus the 150,000 rands or whatever, that would be a proportion uh, that is linked to the percentage of the vote earned, right? No, Just let's clear that up. Yeah, let's clear that. I think Section 236 of the Constitution talks about the need to fund represented political parties to promote multi-party democracy. And, okay. and it defines the funding in two forms. One, it says it must be proportional. And secondly, it must be equitable. Equitable means as long as you are in parliament, you get the same amount. Proportional means it then depends on the number of seats that you have. But the current legislation which we are amending said the proportional part will be 90% of the fund and the equitable part will be 10%. And uh, then in the implementation, they said the equitable part will only be available in the provincial legislatures, not in the National Assembly. So what we get... Uh, in the National Assembly as the APC is the proportional part, which then translates into about 150,000. Okay, and, and therefore my, my point is, do you so so in simple terms for people, money buys you votes. Meaning once you once you win that first election, and we go back to that to that very first election of '94, you were very much a PAC person, I would think at that time, right? But once the ANC won that first one, yeah. they they've been at an advantage. Perpetually. Ever since, like, in, a, in a strange way, yeah. it's the same analogy one can use about uh, generational wealth by white South Africans Very historically. True. So so the ANC will always be at an advantage. So do you think that's fair or not? Well, look, that's why I, 
as the APC, we worked very hard in the new legislation. Uh, if you look at it, uh, it really tries to strike a balance because we it, it is saying the proportional uh, allocation should be 67% and the equitable allocation should be 33%. And that equitable allocation must cover the National Assembly as well as the provinces. And we think, uh, you know, in our 11 years of existence, uh, anything that is three, four times, or even 10 times, 150,000, we we can move mountains. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I mean that that's that's a that's that's your party proposal. Right? No, no, no. That, that is what is already in the in the act okay. in, in the bill that has been passed. It's only waiting since July. Since what July, is it, for? it is waiting for that golden signature from President. Will that come Ramaphosa. after the election? Well, I I hope you can uh, you I can mean, give him a call and it, let it, him it's explain. It's obvious, isn't it? W- would it not be in the ruling party's interest? For it not to be passed before the election. Well, look, um, the, the, the funny part is that uh, it was it was processed with such haste because the majority party basically wanted that act operational before uh, the end of of last year. Um, uh, no, 2017. Before the end of 2017. Mm, no. uh, but somehow it appears like look after Nasrek the haste is no longer there because what is it now? It's uh, it's six months since it was passed uh, by both houses of parliament and the president has not signed it. He has not rejected it. He has not signed it and has just left it hanging. And we, we believe that that act, if mm. it is implemented, it will try to, to meet the constitutional uh, injunction of public funding to uh, promote multi-party democracy. Otherwise, uh, like you were saying, you, you you win the first elections, then the funding uh, keeps everything that way without any possibility of uh, you know of of, of creating a, a a level playing field yeah, where yeah. when the APC doesn't get vote, we can say you know what we had a more or less equal chance to engage the public. Because I mean that, that that's the point. I mean to get to get clarity on this one in in its current format, the the monies you receive to enhance democracy yeah. is linked. To, to your proportional percentage of number of seats or number of votes that you have in the country, right? By right. and large, right? Yeah. Now, the, the reality is when you flip that around, the number, the, the, the number of seats you have in parliament determines how much money you get, Correct. which determines how much seats you're going to get as well. Correct. What I'm saying is that an accurate assessment that there's a good chance that in most cases, the proportionately, and it hasn't changed since 94, that the party with the most funding will get will win the election no most definitely and and that is where now private funding comes in right um and private funders by and large um as always are whenever they give out money it's it's an investment <laughs> unless you get you get a very few who would give you know a little bit of what they have from an altruistic point of view so you'll find therefore that even private funding then floods more uh, to the majority party uh, than than say the APC, so the system merely perpetuates what is. It maintains the status quo. It does not promote multi-party democracy as enshrined 
in the Constitution. Okay, more to come, and it's fascinating what we're talking about. 0891-104-207, Tamba Gordy with us. Uh, so two hats he's got, in particular is the chairperson of SCOPA, but president in this case, and we'll focus a lot uh, around the APC, president of the African People's Convention. So APC members, you can call in, engage with your with your president, uh, but anybody else, of course, you know that around the country, there's a, there's a few SMSs that I'll pick out in a moment, 40938. If you wish to SMS, if you want to tweet your thoughts already based upon what is being heard, well, let us let us know. Agree, disagree, argue that points even on social media. I'll pick it up. Hashtag SFM Viewpoint when you do just that. And then you tag me, Ashraf Garda, and SFM Radio. In fact, tag, tag uh, Temagodi as well. You'll pick up uh, his uh, Twitter handle on my timeline too. The show he's got the, is called The Viewpoint. We know parts of The Viewpoint of Temagodi. I'd like to get yours as well. It's about to get hotter this summer. Where heat meets heat. And the sizzle is on and off the braai. Get ready for cricket mania as the Proteas take on Pakistan and Sri Lanka. Three teams, 21 matches. It's a summer of cricket. All matches live on SABC3 and Radio 2000. Get ready to experience heated action as we bring you a summer of cricket. SABC Sports for the love of the game. Call Ashraf now, 0891-104-207. Kay, is, uh, Kay, you've SMS. Thank you for that viewpoint. I listened to your program without fail. Your guest, uh, Mr. G- and I've just lost that. Okay, there we are. Mr. Gori is a brilliant, spelled G-O-D-I, by the way, uh, is a brilliant chair of Scopa. He is an asset, maybe a South African asset. I, I would actually concur with that. Uh, I'll get your calls in a, in a moment. So, okay. In fact, there's a, there's a couple of voice notes as well we'll pick up, which is, um, and that voice note is a WhatsApp voice note number 0614 104107. 0614 104107. I'll tell you what, let, let me listen to one of the voice notes now. Hi, Ashraf. This is Jabuchilani in Kondo. My hometown is Mariti. Mr. Godinos, that plays very well. I would like to uh, say congratulations to him for his sterling job that he's doing in Parliament. And that guy, he has made sure that the area of Pushpak Ridge uh, remain in Pumalanga as opposed to what the government of that time wanted. And he will, he will always be indebted to him as the community of Bushback Ridge. He's a great man. Thank you. Okay, there we are. Nice uh, uh, compliment uh, to yourself. Let, let's then pick up on that point uh, regarding the money. Then we'll, then we'll move on to other things. So, so that's the one part regarding funding to what enhance democracy okay yeah. i'm suggesting it's unfair you you agree with me yeah sure okay. no, I, I, I do. the other part is the private funding right yeah and you said once again it goes to inevitably it goes to the people in power yeah. so so it's interesting because you with scopa isn't that like a mellow form of of corruption i'm not suggesting anything illegal has taken place yeah. but but what i'm saying it's it may not be illegal but isn't that the sweetener that it's it's natural <laughs> they will and you're laughing as I talk <laughs> that they will do that because in effect it's in their interest. So that's always going to happen. It doesn't matter who's in power. If, if the APC wins tomorrow, you will get all the people coming to to invest, as you call it, uh, uh, in the APC. No, no, no. Very true. <clears throat> that's why you see the ruling party as what it calls the Progressive Business Forum or something like that. 
where people, they say you'll buy tables to interact with ministers. I mean, clearly... I think money has had to resign from that now as a result of... No, 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 no not, not... Not that one, no. Not, not, not the professional... Oh, is that a different business, one? Okay, okay. Uh, where, like in Durban, I'm sure if you follow, you'll find that there would have been a function where business people pay lots of money, 200,000, half a million, to be next to ministers, and they say you'll have the advantage of knowing the programs and projects beforehand. So clearly, it, it, it's, and you hear of the, the DA in the Western Cape having functions and inviting uh, people who have contracts to say, well, we have a function, we're inviting you, can you buy a table? And they use that funding for, clearly, for the DA or the NCS. Yeah, clearly a person who has a contract who still want contracts will want to be seen to be there enthusiastically. So, that, uh, so <clears throat> yes, and I, I want to say that unless we know who fund our political parties, we can never claim that we are a democracy or a democracy because who pays the piper calls the tune. So we're, we're soon going to see beautiful posters, we're going to see media adverts, big rallies, nice t-shirts, but the question must be asked, who funded those things? And what is that person expecting in return? And that will be seen in the behavior of our MPs, in the policy positions they take, uh, and in their, in their political stances. So <clears throat> that is why the new bill, which President Ramaphosa is refusing to sign, says, one, if anybody donates uh, 100000 and above, that must be disclosed to the IEC. That I got this money from Ashraf, uh, this amount, and that no funder should donate more than 10 million rands per year to an organization so that you don't have uh, rich people uh, literally buying organizations. So, and, and of course, it also bans foreign funding. Uh, from foreign governments and foreign agencies, and it also bans funding from state owned entities. And government departments. Okay, lots of things said. Yeah. The key word of all of that is, or the key sentence is President Ramaphosa is refusing to sign it. That's is it. he really refusing and why? <clears throat> well, look, I'm saying he has not rejected the bill that is sent it back to Parliament indicating why, and he has not signed it. So, constitutionally, he has done what uh, he's not allowed to do because he must either sign or reject, and he has done none of that for six months. Six and Six now months. you're getting very close to election. Is look, I mean, is is the reasons very obvious I, that I, I, that that must not be passed before this current look, this election? Uh, look, the, the the last quarter of the financial year started in January, so him not having signed it means that uh, for this financial year, it is not going to be implemented. He might sign it in <clears throat> in March, or he might actually sign it in April, and then it starts being operational after the elections. I, I suspect that there should be some funny money, uh, shady money that the ANC is still getting, uh, that he must defend. Uh, if not, he must prove me wrong by raising constitutional concerns. Otherwise, I'll remain arguing that uh, there is some funny money that the ANC is receiving that he is protecting. Because initially, it was the DA that was against the disclosure. They were even prepared to go to court. Uh, thanks to that Western Cape judgment, uh, they became subdued. And now all of a sudden it's the ANC that, uh, I mean, I've raised it with a number of ANC people in parliament. And, and, they're they, sa and they're saying what? No, they all were like, well, you know, we need this, we needed this thing like yesterday. So why it has not happened, 
I think that's a big question. So, so let me just rephrase and we'll move on and I'll get to callers as well. Are you saying that, in your opinion, President Ramaphosa is refusing to sign it or stalling it because he has, in your words, he's got funny money that he wants to sort of, he doesn't want to reveal before this election. Yes. That means there are sinister ANC motives. Yes, that's my thinking. That's my thinking. Okay. Yeah. Others, I'm sure, will have lots to say about uh, that. <laughs> oh, wait, 911 Let's get to calls. Bushbuck Ridge was mentioned earlier. We do have a, a caller from Bushbuck, Bushbuck uh, Ridge. Ernest, go ahead. Hi. Yes, Ashraf. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. Yes, and to our future president, Comrade Kemba Godi. Well, there you are. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, two things, Ashraf. One, uh, as people of Bushbuck Ridge want to... To give credit to Comrade Temba Godi for the sterling job that he has done in making sure that the headmen, uh, ECDs, uh, home-based carers now are going to get the minimum wage. I think there's no political party that can claim about that achievement. I think solely due to Temba Godi's uh, brilliant uh, innovation that the neglected, the marginalized people in our country are, are taken care of. The second aspect that I want to make my comment is about the public funding. I think once that bill is signed, then all parties should comply. So I think now it's giving the ANC credence that now they should go out and loot and do whatever they want because if it is signed, it means that no, they have to account on the money that they will accrue before the election. So it's because of accountability that Cyril Ramaphosa has not yet signed that that bill. Because if it is signed, you know what happened before the Busas and what they have you. Now they're still looting. And after looting, then that is going to be signed. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, got that. Thank you. That's your, your, your thought. you want to add to that? And you said very similar things to you. Yeah, no, no I think, uh, look... Um, I have said that uh, we have identified categories in society that we've been working with. Uh, the issue of the preschool teachers, the home-based carers, uh, the hawkers at the pension pay points, uh, especially in Limpopo, that uh, we assisted to engage them with Sasa to make sure that those pension pay points are not closed because they were a source of economic life for them. Uh, we, we, we continue to serve them diligently as the APC, and I think he's correct. Okay, let's get more calls to East London. We go uh, in Buzi Wekaya. Good chatting to you. Hello. Good uh, evening to you. How's it, my friend? You're well. I almost came to East London last year, and I thought if I come, I was going to come and say hello to you, but uh, it didn't happen, unfortunately. <laughs> Next time. Good evening, to the, good evening to the imaginary future president. Okay, <laughs> imaginary future president. Uh, look, I, 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 I think the, 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 your, your guest, the comrade, uh, is making a flaw of uh, playing politics on an important issue like that political party funding bill. Because he knows that he, there is no president who would get a document, sign it in a, in a, in a, in, with a speed of light without applying his mind on it. I can tell you now, the president of the ANC is not uh, buying time as he claims. 
it is not protecting any dodgy money for the ANC. The ANC does not get dodgy money. If and when the ANC is alleged that there is a, a, a donation that was wrong, the ANC returns it. The challenge that he has is he, he, he should, when he gets this a time, sell his political party and not try to score points by, by, by grabbing the ANC. The or- political party funding deal, if I call it correctly, mm. is going to benefit the public. It's not going to police the ANC. Any political party gets donations. Even the 10 run that I give to the ANC, the ANC will have to declare all the money. Because if you look at this uh, uh, properly, the, the, the system, it is about ensuring that political parties account for the donation, they account for, for the use of funds. Uh, when when we have matured the system, so okay. the, the, the fact that the president is looking at it does not mean he's trying to buy time or he's trying to hide some dirty money. As he says, the ANC is a political party, and if and when there are wrong donations, the ANC will have to deal with that. Using well, absolutely, but but you also know it was requires somebody very much within the ANC, and I won't dwell on that now. Is you you know that that. There are so many aspects of the, the leadership of the ANC from top to bottom that has had so many questions asked. For example, even someone like Mzwanlinia uh, Mani, Mani, who now leaves the ANC, uh, cast dispersions about a whole lot of things, and he's not the only person. So I'm just saying there are lots of question marks about what goes on within the ANC. But can there I leave it? There are questions yeah. about any political party. And, I mean, he's not telling us where he gets his donation. He's not telling us... You see, the other problem that I pick up from him is He's concerned that uh, uh, he, he doesn't have big rallies, he doesn't have nice posters, he doesn't have nice t-shirts. So he should, he should make his argument uh, by, by, by just making his point and not to try and, and get the other political parties. Well, to be, to be fair, I'm asking about that. I mean, it's, it's not, we'll talk about uh, some of the issues about the party in a moment in terms of what their vision is, but lots of things I've asked him. And maybe, yeah. maybe if he's, if he's uh, by asking him, he's answering the integrity aspect does come through in terms of what his vision is by, by his answers. Thanks for that. Let's get him sure. to respond as well. Thank Thanks, you for man. that. Thanks, Appreciate man. it. There. Thank you. Right. Go ahead. No, look, I, I don't think he said anything. Uh, safe to say that... Um, um the, the 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 issue of concern for us is the president must uh, either reject the bill or sign it and it's 6 months now it's not there's no speed of lightning that takes 6 months that's that's my point okay you must sign it the other stuff about this and that, I think. All right, we'll, we'll talk about your party. I want to see what, sure. what the vision is in just a second, but I need to get many people are supportive of what you're saying. Let's get uh, some thoughts for the calls. Uh, in calls from Kranzkop, you're on the air. Hello, yes, good evening, Ashraf. Good evening, indeed. Right, go ahead. Yes, the listeners, as well as Honorable Cody. Well, I, I have only two questions to, to the Honorable Cody. Uh, the first question is that according to his understanding, why are all these breakaway parties don't grow? You can, you, you can count them, you know, the list is, 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 uh, is just endless. So the, the, the second question is, don't, he, uh, uh, don't he, the, the APC uh, not thinking of uh, going back to the, uh, to the PAC to the so that so two of them would uh, go back to the ANC to make a, a, a strong party? Thank uh, you. Okay, got that. So you see, why do breakaway parties... Not grow those, all the the EFF is probably the best example of a, of a reasonably growing uh, breakaway party. But generally, generally he's correct, isn't it? Well, look, I I can't answer for 
for everybody, and I can only answer for for the APC. And um, I, I, I think that uh, you know, starting a, a a political party without uh, the requisite funding and uh, cleaning out uh, journeymen and uh, dreamers who come and join you until you have proper and properly grounded cadres to build with. Uh, it's quite a process. And I think the APC has gone through all of those things. And like I said, since December 2016, we have experienced a proper sense of focus and and purpose. So I think uh, let's wait for these elections. Okay, I well, think that will disapprove so that. Last election, I mean, you've got one seat, right? Correct. Uh, people were saying... Uh, the APC struggled to get a mere 30,000 votes in 2014. Demagodi must just face the reality and close shop, join the ANC. <laughs> must you not close shop? I mean, so no, how many seats would you get this time? No, 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 no. Look, I said, um, of all the things that I spoke about, this is what we went through. And after our second uh, Congress, this is what we're experiencing in terms of building the party. And I was going to say, the upcoming elections are going to prove the point that uh, there is life and there is growth in the APC. So uh, I can't answer that as a, as, as a generic and as a general question. Now, the, 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 the caller said, why don't we go back to the PAC? In fact, he said ANC, but well, fine. I mean, well, I get the point. Yeah. Well, he said PAC and then well, the one caller the said, yeah, the, the tweet was Okay, ANC, yeah, so, but yeah. I'm, I'm just, look... And I don't want to cast aspersions because I still love the PAC. Uh, but uh, you know right now, there are two groupings contending for leadership. When you say I must go back to the PAC, which, which faction should I go back to? You know, And to say go back to the ANC. I mean, the ANC currently after Nazrek is so much to the right. Uh, we are Pan-Africanists. So what, what becomes the ideological connection to go back to the ANC? It comes back to my point. People are obsessed with size. We have so many seats. We've got so many votes. But what do you stand for? What do you represent? What okay, do you so do? So what, what, what do you stand for right now as Good. the APC? I said that uh, <clears throat> the, the APC represents that tradition of the liberation movement where politics were about substance and about ideas. The APC is an Africanist party, meaning it is a party that is committed to Pan-Africanism and socialism. Uh, that is what informs uh, all our policy trajectory and policy positions. So if we're going to interact with uh, any party or, or anybody or any collaboration, uh, it will have to be in the context where there is no pointed contradiction between our perspective and that particular party's perspective. So the, the, the element of political education within the APC is, is taken as, as a fundamental and as a foundational point because unless um, you are committed to anything, mm. you will be phased by numbers. We, we are not phased. There's a lot of enthusiasm within, within the APC and we rather stand for something. Uh, by ourselves than to be part of a large crowd standing for nothing. Okay, that's fair enough. But, but having sure. said that, so with that in mind, you're not going to win the next election. I think that's a given, We we unless you're going to surprise us. But but what would make you happy, then, in terms of how many votes? So if you've got 30,000 now, or equivalent to, say, one seat, what would, what would reflect a degree or a reasonable degree of growth? 
Look, we we have a plan as the APC hashed it out in December 2017, aspects of which we have been implementing throughout last year. We have a plan, we are implementing it. Uh, we want a good showing uh, in the elections. Uh, a good showing that uh, uh, gives us sufficient capacity um, to do more work, but also to restore the image and the dignity of the Africanists, knowing what Africanists in the past, uh, whether it's in the ANC Youth League in the 1940s or in the Pan-Africanist Congress from 1959 up to 1994, what they've done and contributed uh, to the liberation that we have in this country. And if you look at the current state, um, where their legacy is almost you know, in the mud, we take it as our historic responsibility as the APC to ensure that uh, in the national discourse and in the contestation of politics, the Africanist line must remain an integral part of that discourse. Okay, f- fair enough. And I think at, at this point in time in South Africa, there's a growing interest in the Africanist line more so, in my opinion, uh, Africanist and even black consciousness than it's than it's ever been uh, since '94. So, so therefore, what would the, you know? In your words, you said you want a good showing. Well, obviously, what what would therefore be a good showing for you? Well, look, I, 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 I wouldn't want to put a ceiling uh, on 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 the number of votes that we can achieve. But what we want, firstly, we we are striving, and and I can tell you that our cadres are working flat out to make sure that uh, we have representation in the provincial legislatures because that then assists us to be more closer to the people. Secondly. Um, as as you are aware, I'm I'm alone in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Surely, I I want to have a significant number you, of comrades friend, around okay. me uh, to be able, you know, not not because I'm lonely. No, I'm not. Uh, I I have no problem being in touch with myself. But in order for us to be able to share the responsibility of servicing our people throughout the country, then if you have one person running uh, throughout the nine provinces, it's not sustainable. Well, I mean, here, here's the point, and I will get to the callers in just a moment. So the other Temba and uh, Mangom, so just stay on together with uh, Luvuyo too. But by and large, you're, you're, you're a one-man party. Now, if 20, comes the 2019 election, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm saying this, sure. Not just because I may or may not support your party, but sure. because I support the variations of parties, that it would be very sad if you become less than a one-man party. <laughs> but I'm, I'm also saying if you remain a one-man party, I mean, that would, that would suggest failure. What, what then would you do? Would you then say we failed and, and therefore we must call it a day? Well, I think… Uh, I'm hoping it doesn't happen, but I'm, I'm yeah, saying that. I, th- I think the, the thinking within the part, I'm sure APC members who are listening were cringing when you were, when you were saying that because <laughs> the, the amount of work that we're doing and the response that we're getting just does not allow for that kind of scenario to even exist in our own minds. Um, not fair, fair enough, but I mean, the only poll that matters is the election poll, isn't it? No, so, no, great. Uh, well, well my, my point is that uh, you don't go into battle with 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 a with a plan B of in case I lose the battle, you are going there focused and determined to achieve success. And if by some stroke of genius by the devil it doesn't happen, uh, we are only prepared to to deal with it at that point. But as as a scenario in our thinking right now, I can assure you, if you allow any member of the APC to call, 
uh, it will not be there. And if you were to ask them, whether in Limpopo or in Pumalanga or in KZN, what is it that you're doing to ensure that uh, you achieve your objectives? They'll, they could take the entire remaining time telling you exactly what they're well, doing. Well, we are allowing them to call in, and, and if they're not calling, then where are you? You certainly can't do that in the 15 minutes or so remaining. Right, let's get to, uh, I'm going to play a voice note just now, but let's get three calls on the go. Temba from Northwest, go ahead. Hi, Temba. Good evening, Ashraf. Evening, indeed. Thank you. I'm Temba also. Ashraf, Temba is talking the truth about self-delivery. There are people in Limpopo that say, in that school, they say, they've done many things, services, crashes, schools, and whatever. What we need, in fact, is say, each and every minister must account what he's doing. In the province, in Northwest where I am, uh, we've got schools around here which are now camped with uh, wire crossing the sporting crowds outside. So the children are denied the right to play. So the ministers must account what they are doing. I was talking yesterday about uh, about this thing of morale. Hearing about the what the world is moral. To say you must be accountable for the, the what does your moral say about the, the nation itself? Uh, I wish to say, if I had a chance, I could be in APC also, a member thereof, and put the work, work on, the, on, the, on the table. We are talking of land reform, which now does not happen. But there are documents that are talking about land reform. Uh, most of the people are saying, South Africa has got two good documents. They, they not, those documents contain many information inside. But this information is not applied. Okay. Somebody was talking about... Uh, Incomplete transformation. We are talking about transformation at just as the rhetoric as they say. That's not happened. So I wish to see, I wish to say to them, you are doing a very excellent job. Go, go, my brother. Go on, Bicho. Okay, there we are. Thank you. Thank you for, for that call. Let's get, a, let's get another call. Uh, then we'll get Tamagori to respond to all of that. Uh, Mangomsa from the Eastern Cape. Uh, you're on the air now. Go ahead. Hey, Ashraf, how are you, buddy? I'm good indeed, indeed. Absolutely. Your, right, your viewpoint? I'm also, I'm also good, man. Hey, Mr. Temba, I'm not I'm not one of your followers, but uh, for party, but I like what you're doing there in the parliament. You know, okay. Uh, you are one of the guys that when they talk, I, I make sure I listen. Everybody <laughs> must pay attention. There. Otherwise, the rest of others are just making a lot of noise, and uh, they don't make sense in anything. Uh, one, I like I like that thing of party uh, political party funding bill. Push for that, my brother, because you can you you will see as you just mentioned. Uh, t-shirts will be flying all over, all colors. Who, who's paying for those t-shirts? You see? So you, uh, and, and our president, he knows why he's not... All right, why, why would you not support someone that, that impresses you so much, like Temba Gordy, uh, at the polls? I uh, not, not, it's just that ABC man, uh, I've never seen any, any, anything, like any, any, any rally around Eastern Cape. I'm not, I, I'm, okay. around, I'm around PE, you see? So it is, uh, I, I like him. Okay, so, I, so, I've got my own party that I support him on. Right. I, I enjoy his, his comments there. He never serves to anybody. He's always on point. And that is what we need. There was a caller who said he's a future president. We, uh, people like him, you can see there's a potential. There. Okay, it's there you are. Vo- our voting system does not allow this small party. If you vote for him, he may well be the future president. Let's <laughs> leave it at that. Uh, Mangongso, thanks for, okay. thanks for your time. Uh, right, Luvoya from the from Cape Town, you're on the air now. Go ahead. Thank you, Budi. 
Thank you. I'd like to say to you, my leader, one day you must see the dozen you can give, then you can join, maybe you can come there, because we like you, man, too much. I think you are a future president of this country. We deserve people like you, man. Really deserve people like you in this country. That, that, that what I, that's what I want to say. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Deserve people like you. And maybe the last call I'll take for now, right? Edward from KZN. You're on the air now. Edward, hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead, Edward. Hello. Good evening, Ashraf. Hey, good evening, Edward. And good evening, the president of Azania, Mr. Tembakoti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got one question. Uh, but before that, I want to assure Ashraf that Tembakoti will not be alone in in national parliament we are coming there personally i'll i'll you. be delighted if he's not alone let's just yeah, let me put yeah, it out there so you know there. i'm here in kvn but i've got only one question for mr koti uh, apc was formed in 2007 and yeah. we never heard of it but all of a sudden it is getting overwhelming supporting kvn my question is what is it that you are doing now that is right okay Got that. What are you doing because that is right? Well, I can assure you, here in KZN, we are doing a good job. People are joining every, every time. Okay, got that. Thank you for that call, Edward. Right. Uh, three, four things uh, that we spoke about. What are you doing yeah. right? Uh, and the previous one, uh, the previous one who doesn't support your parties talks about visibility. And you can talk yeah. about what are you doing yeah, around true. visibility. Then. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I said, uh, Ashraf, at the beginning that, you know, when you form a new party, it takes time for you to clean out the dreamers, mm. the chancers, the opportunists until you have proper uh, cadres. KZN, <clears throat> we had a lot of false starts with all sorts of creatures who had come and until we're able to get the right people. And and it's correct. Um, <clears throat> whether you're talking about uh, Escort or you're talking about Peter Marisberg or you're talking about Richards Bay or you're talking about Nongoma or you're talking about deep, deep in Dumbe, right, bordering Pumalanga there or you're going south to Mzimkulu or... Um, this this uh, this one place uh, we 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 have people uh, 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 we we now have good cadres who are able to do the job and i can tell you the same whether you go to limpopo i can go take you through all the municipalities and say here this is what is happening or you go to the free state um i can i can tell you this municipality and that and that and these are the people who are driving these processes so now we have been able, like I said, how do we build a party in the context where we don't have money? Well, what's the, what's the answer? So, I mean, leaving aside what may happen in yeah. the future, th- yeah. that's a reality now. Correct. You have an election in whatever, I don't sure. know, three, four months' time. So sure. it's actually on your face. Uh, you have a high visibility through Scopa. Yeah. You also, I think, are, are pretty active on social media. Maybe others need to join you on that one. W- w- what are the unique strategies you can use with low budget but can still make an impact. So people who are impressed by you will start seeing the party name next to your name. Well, well, that's the point I was making, that we, we, we raised that question to ourselves, and we've answered it. Because the fact that right now we're talking about visibility and growth of the organization, 
the use of social media, not only myself, uh, our key cadres who know and articulate our, our message properly are, are quite active, very active. But also in each province, I can tell you in each region who are the key people who actually are doing the running around. So we've been able to build a, a core of cadres who, in the absence of this, these resources, are able to do their best. That is what has been a game changer. Uh, for the APC right now. And, and are there are there unique elements in terms of strategy going into the election that you can share now? Yeah, look, <clears throat> we, I mean, if you go to the Western Cape, we have ex-mine workers. Um, we have been helping them. We help them to achieve some success. Um, we have uh, the hawkers who are selling at the pension pay points. Uh, we're with them on Sunday in Sanini. And they were telling us, you know what, from us alone, we want to give you this number of seats in the National Assembly. We, they are working flat out because they are grateful. Uh, on, on Tuesday, I was meeting with the preschool teachers uh, in my hometown in Pushpak Ridge. And they were telling me the same thing, how grateful they are for what we have done. So you, you, you then realize that there are these segments. In KZN, we have secretaries to traditional leaders. Who, who, who are working with, who are, who are assisting to try and say, how do you improve their conditions of employment? Which COCTA in KZN is, is refusing to do, but there have been some progress and they've said, you know what, our future lies with the APC. We are going to help the okay, APC. Okay, and you said earlier on, uh, and I need to play some voice notes, we times against us, right? But, but you said earlier on that, I mean, there were some significant contributions you've made in terms of society sure. you, you want to touch Correct. on one of yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean look if you if you look at uh, uh, the traditional leaders the junior traditional leaders the motive force of that institution neglected by everybody go to kzn pumalanga limpopo it was our efforts you go to the home base carers especially in limpopo those people used to go for months without getting their 1000 rands uh, we intervened they get their their stipends uh, on a monthly basis even though it's nothing but now we're happy they are going to be part of the minimum wage regime which will give them a particular amount of money um, we are talking about uh, the hawkers preschool mm -hmm. teachers so those constituencies we've been able to lock them and get them to understand and appreciate that it is in their interest to have a stronger apc that can do better and more uh, for them i think that is that okay. is what has worked Let, for Let's us. say you got a stronger APC. Let's say you've actually got 10 seats. Yeah. Okay. More maybe, but let's say 10 seats. You now, you now start having a voice in, in, in Parliament, right? Yeah. What, what two or three key things would you, would you lobby? Would we hear you in Parliament? And we've seen the EFF example where a small group can make a big noise. Noise is a very positive word in this sense, right? What are the two, three key issues that you bring up? See, the difference uh, with the APC is that we want the issues we raise in Parliament to be emanating from the constituencies that we're serving. So when we go to them, like right now, I've been to Limpopo, I've been to the Eastern Cape uh, with traditional leaders. There, there's this question around the assistance to junior traditional leaders who are not paid. They've said, we want to hear you raise this in Parliament. So I'll raise it because it's something that emanates from my constituents. Fair, fair enough, but, but I mean, you already know, based upon being at grassroots, two or three of the biggest issues. Not, not too much detail, but just, just points. What, what would they be? Look, uh, one of the issues that I've picked up 
and through social media. It's these unauthorized deductions from people's accounts by, by all these banks that are so arrogant and they actually charge you for reversing uh, those deductions. I, I think this is, is the one issue around which almost everyone, irrespective of ideological orientation, uh, would find common ground to say, no, the mm. banks have just too much power and they just do okay, as they please. The but, but, but the second issue, of course, is the issue of the land. You know that as Pan-Africanists, uh, the land question was the basis on which uh, we left the ANC. So for us, it's not something we sing about because we take it to be obvious. And our approach is that land is not a commodity. It must not be exchanged for money. It's a national asset. It must be shared by everybody. We must decommodify land. So in practical terms, what should happen with the land? Land must be nationalized and socialized. Socialized as in it must be in the hands of the people and be used for the benefit of the people without it being used for speculative purposes. Okay, just what, how would you deal with the issue of race? Look, the, the Africanists believe in one race, the human race, to which we all belong, as uh, Obugwe has taught us. Um, but we, we are, we, our understanding is that uh, in the clash between Africaner nationalism and African nationalism, the synthesis should be Africanism, where all of us uh, should, should unite around our common Africanness and forget about race, but focus on our common Africanness, which has not been the case because Codessa's synthesis has been liberalism and not Africanism. So we are not Africans, we are not one, but we remained whatever we were under apartheid, and so you perpetuate. Okay, there's maybe two, three voice notes I can play very quickly before we get the final word from Tembagori, the the president of the African People's Convention. Here they are. Hi, Ashraf. I'm a bit confused about this proportional allocation of money. If we are saying that the ANC will always be at an advantage, I think it's an incorrect statement because if you look at the DP or DA, they started off with 1.75% in the first election, but now that they've got 22%, hasn't their funding arisen? I mean, I think it's up to parties also to build up their supporter base before they can claim that money. Thank you. Evening, Ashraf. This is to learn from Gautama. I think Tamagotama must realize and came to a conclusion that he's in parliament and there's a score partial because of ANC because the date didn't manage even to get one seat in the last election. So Tamagotama must face the reality and understand that his party, the APC, is non existent. It's just a, a party that is a, can be called a a burial or burial or a social movement is not a vulgar but was it didn't even manage to get okay is, is there another one i just want to check with uh, with Phineas. is there one more now uh, okay we're going to leave it at that L- last last there's a couple of more unfortunately we just can't play them my apologies i've just got we've just got the timings wrong there we've got about four, 30 seconds in fact right so so You've, you've, you've touched on the Africanists very impressively, I would think. But there are people listening and they don't know who they're going to vote for, right? Mm. Tell them one thing in 30 seconds why they should vote for your party. Well, look, uh, I would like to urge uh, all South Africans um, who love their country to, to vote for the APC. I think in rela- in, on matters of the nation, the APC through our work in parliament have demonstrated 
what it means to be a public representative. The work that the APC has done in chairing SCOPA uh, is actually a, a confirmation of our correct political and ideological outlook because in doing my SCOPA work, I'm motivated by what is in the best interest of our country and our people. And I'm sure there'll be many more discussions with, uh, with Tabagodi and, and other parties, of course, in the build-up to uh, election or elections 2019. Tabagodi, thank you for your time. Chair of SCOPA, President so uh, of the African People's Convention, as someone said, President of Zapo, Azania, not a Zapo, uh, as well. Points noted there. We'll talk to the DRC in a moment. Let's get the news. It's 9 o'clock.